Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. And good morning, listeners. 3CR Fire Up program. Good morning, Paris. Morning, Andy. How are you, buddy? Morning, Johnny. Good morning, Andy. How are we? Yeah, we're a good. bit light on. Yeah. We're a bit light on. Yeah, I've had torch. a few, few apologies in this morning. Torch's train's been cancelled. Yeah. And Simon will let him off. He's cut the top of his thumb off. Mm. So he's, I spoke to him last night. He's yeah. laying at home, feeling very sore and sorry for himself. Home handyman. Home handyman. <laughs> Plumber's at home. Doesn't work. So he's a, his hand will be in plaster casts. He's had microbe surgery. A couple of pins put in. It's, it's not feeling too well, the old Simon, so we'll, we'll accept his apology. Yeah. And the torch, well, public transport. There you go. Uh, and and Billy Jovanovsky is off Jobber. with Norm doing a gassy's uh, agreement, I believe. Or a refrigeration uh, fridge, fridge's, fridge's agreement. agreement. And that's that's what we do. It's more important that uh, Billy's, Normie's training Billy up to when Norm eventually retires in the three, four, five years' time he does go. Bill will be able to step straight in because that's, that's an important part of our industry and they need representation and I'm glad Billy's done it and not me because uh, they're different than blokes. Yeah, they are. Very different. Now what's happening, Johnny, out in the West? Yeah, yeah, going good out in the Wild West. Um, yeah, getting around to a few of the jobs, which is good. Getting good reception from the members. Um, very active members out there, a lot of younger blokes out there as well. Um, been talking about the next gen meetings that are coming up. Um, everyone's pretty keen about that. Obviously, we've got our Instagram and Facebook set up, so the boys are jumping on that as well. Um, yeah, so it's very rare you see anyone reading the paper these days. Everyone's on their phone, so yeah, it's a good way to do it. But um, yeah, going really well. Um, Curly's Curly's old patch. A lot of people know Curly's been around for a hundred years. So spoke to him yesterday. Um, and he's going well in retirement. So, yeah, good. So yeah. still touch base with the old curl dog. Yeah. Well, he, he came in the other day, curl dog. You had to catch up with Seabass to see about his, his, his uh, superannuation and everything else. And uh, he looks a million bucks. He's probably worth a million bucks, but he looks a million bucks. <laughs> he's dropped about 15 kilo. Yeah. He looks fantastic, old curl dog. Yeah, good on him. What, what sort of jobs out in the west, Johnny? So we've got a, schools. I mean, there's a lot. Of, it's a growth corridor out that way. It is. It is. We've got a couple of schools, Atco schools out there. But um, there's data centres. There's shopping centres out in um, Derrimut, uh I should say Wyndham. Yes. Wyndham. Um, Matter Lakes job. Uh, yeah. So there's a few jobs out there, which is good. The Wild West is going very well. So. And then obviously your west comes all the way into Dudley Street, is it? Yeah, so it Next comes into West Melbourne, uh, North Melbourne, one of the two there, and out to Ballarat. So, Got yeah. Big Hacer job there. How's that going? Yeah, the Hacer job's picking up. Um, I think we'll have a few guys out there. Hopefully, um, uh, Troy will be out there in the next few weeks um, looking after our members. doing a good job, Troy. Um, yeah, so it's going really well. And, um, yeah, that'll be an excellent job for our members. So, yeah. Massive job, that one, mate. A whole block. Yeah. A whole block, that Hacer. Massive, huge, huge. What have we got coming up, Paris? We've got uh, the Camo. Yeah, we do. 30th of uh, August, always on a Friday, the last Friday in August. Camo night, been going since 2000 and 
seven. So I'm not going to do the math there, but that's 12 or 13. Twelve years. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So See? now that's out at um, yep. Flemington Racecourse. It's a good fundraiser that they do out there each year for obviously a brain tumor cancer that um, old John Cummins died of back in 2006. It was a brain tumor, so we donate a lot of money to uh, the Olivia Newton John Cancer Center. I think that's the um, Bones worked on that job out in Heidelberg. Is that he the did. Austin he did the Hospital? Austin. Yep. So it's a fantastic center out there at the moment. It's a good night get everyone together, raise a bit of funds um, for a good cause. Yeah, excellent. It is a good night. I think I've only missed about three or four of them, but uh, it really is everybody gets together, lets their hair down. Well, I, don't, I can't, but it's uh, really good. Really yeah, good night. Yeah, fantastic. Great night. calls, great calls. Yeah. Well supported by the whole industry. I mean, bosses get out there, you know, builders, the whole lot. So it's, yeah. do yourself a favour and uh, see if you can get out there. Last Thursday. Last Thursday. That was last Tuesday, wasn't it? Last we had a Tuesday. combined stewards meeting at the mass, Trades Hall. Mass meeting of all delegates of all trades. Yeah, so we had uh, representatives up there from the CFMU, AMWU, the Plumbers Union and the ETU in the ETU ballroom at Trades Hall. Full house. Full house. Lights kept on going on and off <laughs> in the ETU ballroom, but that's another story. <laughs> we'll get past that. But no, it was a unanimous um, sort of motion was put up, and that is that... You know, over the next few years, the industrial landscape, nothing that Andy hasn't seen over the past 30 years, but our industrial landscape is one that is tipped so far towards the bosses and the ruling class that unfortunately their idea is to just fine us all out of oblivion. And uh, since they haven't been successful at that, they've now gone after the individuals, whether it be an organiser, a shop steward or an individual worker. So the idea is is that if uh, any sort of uh, any organisation goes after one worker or anyone... They're going to have the full brunt of four unions standing behind that worker's back. So one touch in, all one, in. Touch all in. Touch one, touch one all. So uh, fantastic that, um, you know, hopefully builders are going to learn their lesson pretty quick that if they start trying to put on non-EBA companies that they're not, even if they're just putting on a non-EBA Sparky, for instance, then uh, it's not just the ETU that's going to take umbrage. It's all four unions are going to be chopped into that one. So one in, all in. That's it. And um, out in the West, we've, um, I've been to a couple of jobs with the other um, unions, so yeah, the ETU and the CFMU. Yeah, so we all walk in as a team and it, you just see that the presence is there and, and the members really love it. So, yeah, and, and the builders obviously thinking we're, we're, we're talking business now. So, yeah. yeah. And Pado from the ETU going well? Pado from the ETU yeah. is going very well. Young, been staying in contact with Pado. Um, yeah, very active uh, organiser. He's been getting around to the jobs. Um, yeah, so he's, he's been helping me out a little bit on the road. So it's yeah. yeah, it's just about networking, and I've got a great team obviously behind me with the plumbers union, yourself and Andy, so and the rest of the boys. So it's, yeah, it's it's going really well. It's a difficult area to west. I've done that many years ago, and I was lucky. I done it with Frankie O'Grady from the CFMU, yeah. and uh, <coughs> Drew McDonald took over from Frank and uh, Azza, and then Nathan Stott, I think, done it. For a little while, and then I went Stoddy. into the city. So, yeah, it's, we all got on well, and it was good. Sean Reardon gave me a bit of a chop out many years ago. So it's 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 a difficult area, but, I mean, when you've got the back of each, when you back each other, it's, it turns out pretty easy, really. That's it. So, what else we got happening? Well, over the past fortnight, since our last radio show, Andy, you, um, I think it was last Friday, you and I went down to Premier Apartments for Multiplex. Yes. Bones' old job. So we, we saw... Um, 
Bones has uh, uh, moved moved on to another important job for us at the moment, but uh, he's been taken over, or another young gun, another next-gen kid in Nathan T from CDC has stepped up and filled the void at the Aurora job where Kaidi retired and did such a good job for us that uh, he's now moved over to the Premier Apartments um, CDC D&E contract fire. We went down there, had a good chat to all the boys. Explained what our what we're trying to do get yep. new reps up on every job in town. Yeah, and um, how important OHNS is. That's right, correct. And uh, no, it was good. Got a good photo, put it up on the Instagram so everyone can see that. And uh, yeah, Nathan T. So good luck, Nathan. He's already called us a few times, and as I said, um, introduced into Gibbo, who does our safety. Uh, obviously, Steve Rocco as well, and just sort of said if if you want to put your hand up as a steward. You've got the backing and support of an industrial officer, uh, your organiser, your assistant secretary and Andy, and also the whole gamut of our safety um, management team as well. That's right. It was, mm. in fact, it was a great mate. Good to see Cosy was in fine form. Cosy's been as in fine usual. form, as per usual, yeah. Throwing out a few zingers, which is good. It was a good <laughs> bunch of fellas then. It was about 50 to 60. Yeah. And uh, all EBA companies and... Uh, That'll be a good, that'll be a ripping job that one. Yeah, no, it will. It's been going a little bit slow, but it, it, it'll fire up yeah. as they will. No, I think it's going about eighty stories high as well. So the, our um, city is rapidly changing. Well, it is, mate. We went to another job yesterday, you and I. Yeah, we did and, too. Uh, and we voted up Maxi as an OHS rep. Yeah. Uh, what's it called again? That job. That was Queen's Place. Queen's Place. So the, it's, what it's a massive a, job. That's mate, another massive job. Two towers surrounding the old 350 Queen, which is massive in itself, mm. and these two towers are going to be dwarfing that. But, yeah, it was um, uh, from, from Nathan T, one of our next gen, all, all the way over to uh, Maxie Robbins, who's been around and, mm. and is very well-versed in what he does. So it's good that we've got both sides of the spectrum there. Um, and voted up Maxi CDC again, Geelong Fire. Had a good chat to the Geelong Fire boys and the, um, the importance of registration. And LSE were down there as well. So another good rep voted up to make sure that yeah. we got representation on every job site. Just on that registration for fitters, I just want everybody, all the listeners out there to, to fully, especially the apprentice fitters, what they've what they got to understand is their training out of the school's got to be paid for. Now, it's on the owners to pay for your school is on the apprentice to pay, not the employer. What happens is you pay, the apprentice pays his school fees at the start, he gets tutored for that 12 months, he passes and he gets reimbursed. It's not up to the employer. A lot of the kids think it's up to the employer to pay it. It's not. So if your fees aren't paid, at the end of your four years, sometimes you can amass a small fortune of about six and a half grand and your papers won't be released. Because it's a debt. It's like going to the gym. Or if you're silly enough to be a member of the Collingwood Football Club, they won't let you in if you don't pay. So for all the blokes out there, and once you do get that and you get your paperwork, it's imminently go out and get registered with the VBA. It's very important that it's a licensed trade. We keep it that way. And on that note, negotiations with the EBA, we've been just talking amongst ourselves. Nothing set in concrete as yet but we've been speaking to the boys out there and uh, we believe you know obviously we're going to aim to keep all the conditions we've got as I've said many a times and all the organisers have been saying the same singing the same tune is that once we, we don't want anything to go because if you do lose anything well you never ever get it back it That's goes right. for good and there's some things that have gone from the EBA prior to when we came in which we you've got no hope of getting back again and under this you know 
draconian federal government we have at the moment. They just want to take it back, back, back. Right? So don't get sucked in voice, just back up your union to what all unions and to be a concerted campaign. I believe that everybody's doing their agreements. I think it's uh, CFMU next year or later this year, I'm not 100% sure. The ETU, so we're all coming up to it and we'll be up for it. And they will all, every trade union will be doing the best they possibly can for all of their members. And what they've got to understand is for all of the members, not just a segregated crew. There you go. That's right. And the thing is, a lot of our members understand that and they want to lock down, lock in all our conditions and they get all that. So they're happy with what we've got and what we've fought for in the past. So that's the reception I'm getting out in, out in the West as well. So they're quite happy with um, the way we're going. All right. Time for a tune. What have we got, Andy? We've got, it's an oldie but a goodie. It's Give Me Some Lovin', not by the, uh, what's it called, the originals. Can't think of something, Spoon. Love and Spoonful. <laughs> Love and Spoonful. It's not by them. It's by the Blues Brothers. All right, here we go.
There we go. How was that? Yeah, Ripper. Good. We got there. Perfect. You can stop dancing in the aisles now, Johnny. <laughs> I, no more dancing for you, please, Johnny. No, no. No, that's... I've, um, You're finally back at work. Finally back. Here. Yeah. And look, and one of the most important things that I've been through lately is um, going through um, the income protection scheme that we've got set up through the union um, in our agreement. And I can't stress more for the members to actually look at their individual accounts and make sure that IPT is getting paid into. Um, <coughs> that's so important, especially if you've got a family with young kids and a mortgage and all the rest of it. You really do want that covered. Um, so, yeah. And it's, it's, it's easy to do, get these apps on your phone. 100%. Everyone's I mean, got a smartphone any, anyone, Well, my six-year-old knows his way around an iPad. Yeah. Can, can look up Thomas the Tank Engine on the ABC Me app. <laughs> so, mate, if a... If a 30-something construction worker can't get an app on his phone, there's, well, hey, ask easy, us and we'll, we'll show you how to do it. Easy, Tyler. <laughs> Look, yeah, and no, I can understand, you know, blokes being busy with life and all that sort of stuff, but at the end of the day, it's so important to have that cover and make sure you are covered. So, well, um, you're right, Johnny, and it's there for a reason, right? And it's the same with all, all the stuff. A lot of blokes with their pay slips, they don't check their pay slips, right? And then they, when we... When the company goes belly up, which, which you've done, got with a couple of companies there, Paris, you have a look at their pay slips and it has no indication of their annual leave accrued, has no indication of their sick leave accrued, doesn't tell them how much super they're paid or how much income they've got, that goes in. Now, under the agreement, under the agreement, your pay slip needs to explain all that so you know exactly where you're at. Right? So, all those listeners out there, have a look at your pay packet. If it's not um, up to speed, you need to speak to one of us and uh, one, someone in the office and pour coffee and uh, we need to get it sorted out. You have the right to know what you're getting paid. Yeah, 100%. Simple. All right. Well, talking about throwing someone in the deep end, mm-hmm. uh, Adam Parks, another next-gen kid working on the Brady job, yeah. um, taken down with the Spanish influenza. Came back on to work on the Tuesday and uh, unbeknownst to him, his job had been shut down the previous Friday. The Brady job in the city there has had a number of incidents over the past week and um, we, we had uh, Chris Giblin down there and uh, um, Chris Gretrix and the doctor as well. Everyone, safety committees down there to have a look at that job and they pretty much had to enact the uh, building industry group DEF in the industry policy. And uh, if anyone wants to look that up, they can find that on our website. But what generally happens, unfortunately, when someone dies in our industry, um, that uh, in the old days we used to walk off the job. Um, that since with this industrial climate and the fact that we we actually we still want to protest, but we actually want to make the job safer, we've now decided that uh, everyone stays on the job. Everyone um, then stays in the in the sheds while and management it, and safety as long committees. As, as long as you can remain on site safely. Hundred percent, yeah, definitely. That's that's your first point. And then um, they walk the job from top to bottom, and progressively open the job up as uh, they rectify any safety issues. Well, management was sort of asking, well, why are we doing that? And when we sort of said, well, it's a lot better that we're doing it now. Um, and not doing it after the fact that you have killed three blokes because there was mm-hmm. three definite incidents down there um, with falls from height and as such uh, came very close to being a very nasty accident. And so uh, it took us took them seven seven hours to conduct a full site safety audit. The, um, the, the 
document at the end was about 40 pages long. I think a whole scaffold was deemed completely condemned and unsafe and had to be pulled down before it was re-erected again. Uh, and that was a, a scaffold and access that people were using on a day-to-day basis. So Adam Parks, he's doing himself a ripper job down there. Everyone's on, um, you know, trying to get everyone to band together and work together because the idea is is that we do have to come to work and you want to put in eight hours and you want a fair day's pay for a, a fair day's, you know, fair day's bit of hard yakka and um, we want to go home safely at the end of the day. So we, um, we all do work out there. I know a lot of people think that fairies put up these buildings. They don't. It's, it's construction workers do. And it's a rough-and-tumble industry, and we want to make it as safe as possible. So sometimes we have to take evasive action, reset the job, and from everything I've heard, the job is that clean at the moment you could eat off the concrete floors. That's the so way. Good job. Good outcome. Well, all, we, all we want and expect is a clean and safe working environment. It's hard enough with the elements on those multi-storey towers. You know, like you said... Max's job's going to go 80 storeys. Nathan's going 80 storeys. we got Dave... Um, Dave, 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 Dave Neal. Dave Neal down at 108, 108 taking over from Timmy. He's on the Metro Rail. But 108, you know, once you get up that high, it gets it gets very cold, even on an ice warm day. It gets yeah. very cold. Yeah, and the wind's going right. through, and with the rain and weather, it's turning shit out today in the next couple of days. Well, yeah. you know, you've got to work in it, and you, you shouldn't have to cop it. But uh, it's what a construction worker does. So, you know, when it's, when it's nice and fine, in, in an area where it is sheltered, you expect it at least to be clean and tidy. That's right. It likes to work in a, and, in a safe manner. And talking about the weather, it's all over the radio, the polar blast that's coming through. I call it winter, but anyway, but that's, <laughs> yeah. that's that's a sort of um, stuff we get in Melbourne. But, yeah, no, it is right. You, you know, you're, you're open to the elements out there, and our boys are doing really well, so... And they all should have their window blueies, or the equivalent of. Equivalent of, that's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Issue. With consultation with the workforce for a agreed item. Exactly, which means it's not a wind cheater with the company's logo on it. It's actually a, a warm jacket to keep the window vibe out. So, when's our next uh, new gen, Paris? We've got one coming in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we do, in a couple of weeks. Not a date look, set just yet. Look, look out for um, Instagram on that one, and we'll do a few posts out to our uh, young members as well with the idea of giving them a bit of an education on um, what our union's about and also just how to deal with this current industrial climate and not get yourself in trouble because we all want to go to work and we all want to make it safe, but uh, no one wants to lose their house in the process. That's right. So yeah. we've got to box smart and we've got to stay within. We always do. Which we do. Yeah, and depending on the size of the um, of that meeting, we might need to go into Trades Hall this time because it is growing and yeah. we're getting a lot of young members coming in, um, very active members and very interested in their own industry. Yeah, so, yeah that's yeah. spot on. Well, it is, and a lot of these blokes are fair income. They want to be active in the industrial laws and they also want to be active in the safety of our members. They're not doing it just to get a job and sit in an office and play Sudoku. Yeah. All right, so, which is great. It shows, as, as I've said many times, it shows us that there is a future out there once we do pass the baton on. Which hopefully Paris keeps giving me four or five years, but I'm not having to get a bit longer than that. <laughs> now, in, uh, in saying that, we are training up our young blokes at the moment, young men and women, and, and we women. have our five day OHS uh, course. That's starting now on the 20th of August. 20th of August, out at our fine... Yeah, it's a, out, of, out of Brunswick campus there, and it's a WorkSafe approved course that um, gives someone an accreditation that they can take anywhere in Australia, and it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's deemed 
an appropriate course by both management and the workers on site, which is good. So we'll train up our reps. And yeah. anyone else that wants to get down there, a few bosses are actually putting in their foreman to do it as well because it's all it's all about supervision, and uh, you want to make sure that as you're you know supervising a job site that you're not putting anyone in harm's way. Well, it's all an education process, mate. And talking about our women uh, working out there, I spoke with a young lass on Terry's job last week, young Jackie. Yeah, Jackie Sims. Yeah, yeah. had a good talk with Jackie. She's keen and eager, and. Uh, we spoke, there'll be an article, I believe, in our next uh, magazine. We're up to about 35 women in plumbing at the moment, and they cover all scopes. I mean, we've got plumbers, and we've got mechanical plumbers, and we've got uh, sprinkler fitters as well. So they're fitting in, and uh, they're just part of the game, going around doing their work. And, good on you know, them. It's, it's, it's good that it's the industry's, I mean... It's inclusive. It is. I mean, I remember when I started back in 79, I mean, there was no way known there was any women around at that time and uh why not it's plenty of work for everybody all genders talk about um the sort of environments that we work in i had to go down to the hourglass job on collins street uh which is a place where people that earn a lot of money go and buy their wristwatches mm. anyhow so it's a beautiful old building the hourglass on on collins street there i walked into the job and every single person was wearing one of those p2 masks mm. That, uh, that the plasterers wear when they're sanding plaster, and I couldn't work out whether I walked into some sort of uh, anthrax outbreak <laughs> and was sort of wondering if I was in the right place at the right time. So sort I of said, well, is this asbestos or what's going on here? Should, yeah, yeah. I, should I be in a hazmat suit? And they all said, no, nah, everyone's come down with the flu on the job, oh, so everyone right. was choosing to wear the uh, the P2 mask. I said, it's the first time any of you guys have actually worn your P2 mask, so <laughs> clearly for the wrong reason, but anyhow, good on you. Oh, well, I was hoping you weren't going to mistake it as a lunchroom for a Uber Eats. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's good. We're getting close to the end of the show. Yeah. In a fortnight's time, hopefully Tez is back. Simon should be back by then as well. And I think the Geelong people can breathe easily today. We haven't bagged them in any way. We'll keep that for Tez. Oh, hang on. No, it's all right. No, no, no. no, no, We'll pass on that one. Um, Andy and I get down to the Geelong branch meeting every bi-monthly. Yes. Rip a bunch of blokes and and down there, so it's always good to catch up with everyone, yeah. see what's going on. And Jake's doing a ripper job down the Bellarine at the moment, and um, it's definitely a growing area. Well, it is. There's a lot coming up. Armstrong Creek. Um, still got the prisons to go yeah, ahead yet. Definitely. There's other building construction going on <laughs> down Geelong. And old Levi's been very active on Instagram. He's over in the states. Yeah. Went to the Rolling Stones concert. Rolling Stones. On that's the one. a bit jealous on that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's been his lifelong dream. And he's booked a couple of times and it's been cancelled, but he's finally made it and he looks like he's having a ball. Can we cut to another track, Andy? Can we cut to another track? Can we cut to another? Can we go out with uh, She Got the Caddy? We can do that. If I know how to do it. Yes, we can. Track one. Track one. We'll settle, pedal. Other than that, check out on Instagram for the next next gen meeting coming up. We don't have a branch meeting in August. I think the next one's in September, but we'll post that as well. Were we going to say goodbye? Goodbye.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.